there. You are listening to the Girl Talk Podcast, brought to you by the Stoner Group at UBS Financial. My name is Carol. This is Alicia. I'm Trisha. And we're so glad that you are here today. Today, we're uh, tackling an interesting topic. This one... This one actually was the result of a text message between me, <laughs> between me and Tricia. Um, yep. And I said, uh, I don't even remember what I said. Well, you were just like, I think I'm going to write a book. Yeah. I think I'm going to write a book you and should. I'm going to call it. I would love yeah. to read a Carol Davis oh, no. book. Oh, yes. I, you should, number one. And number two, I said that is the best title ever. ever. Tell it, the title. called After the Casserole. Oh, that's uh, great. Because Tricia and I both have been going through some grieving process. And it's been a great um, bonding time for mm-hmm. she and I to just yep. kind of talk through some things. But um uh, it has been, the, let's see, in a couple of weeks, it'll be the anniversary of my dad's passing and uh, Father's Day and all that. Mm-hmm. It's all around the same time. And um, you know what I'm finding? I'm finding that people expect you to be moved on. Mm. Like, it's interesting. after moved the casseroles on. stop, after the meals stop, after the funeral's over, people are like, okay, they go back to their regularly scheduled life and they expect you to do the same. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll say this about not only actual physical grief when losing a family member or friend but i say this about grieving in general whether it's a marriage or a long-held relationship or a friendship um loss of any career Mm -hmm. loss of any kind loss of any kind um it is similar in that after the initial event people tend to forget about it and go back and i just would like to challenge people to to think about those um those times as not, I mean, Trisha and I had a great conversation yeah. yesterday about it because yeah. I was really struggling and we're at a year and I said, I feel like I ought to be doing better than I am. Mm-hmm. And I even confessed to her one day, one day mm-hmm. um, after, right after her mom passed that I said, you're doing, you're doing so much better than me. And it's been so much more time mm-hmm. for me. And I just bawled. <laughs> and do you remember what I told you? Yes. Yeah. I said, number one, there's no comparison in right. grief. Mm-hmm. But number two, I was in the middle of shock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a week after that or so that I started right. to go downhill. And that's the thing about grief. You cannot explain it. You can't map it out. You can't prepare for it because you don't know. You you take a turn and then the whole landscape changes. Yeah. You don't know what you're going to be dealing with one day to the next. And so you can't move on. Right. You can't get over it um, because it's constantly changing and and your reactions are going to be constantly changing and we have to be okay with that yeah there's no wrong way to grieve yeah and i think we never know how people are feeling yeah it may look like someone's doing great but inside they're crumbling or yeah. they maybe they hold it together all day at work or school or wherever and then they go home and fall apart yeah well yes i have <laughs> Perfect example. Yes, you know you get your safe place. Yes, and amen. Yeah, I had we had Wednesday night. We had a baptism at our church, and I did made the mistake of sitting on the front row, which was my first mistake. I never do that, but I sat on the front row, of course. And they start baptizing people. Well, that's such an emotional thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. I I know. I always cry. Beautiful, but it was like a dam broke in me. Like Mm -hmm. I, I could not stop crying. Like no matter how hard I tried, people are looking at me like, I love listening to you on the radio. <laughs> Didn't know you were Are you okay. Yeah, exactly. Nobody asked Didn't if I was you got okay. so emotional about baptism. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody asked if I was okay. Everybody just kind of was looking at me like, okie dokie, you know. Yeah. And um I think we expect ourselves to and we've Trish and I've shared this many times. There is no there there's no um back to normal. There's no because mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. often say, Well, you know, life goes on. No, it really doesn't. You don't 
move on, you move forward. forward. Yes. I think that was such a powerful statement because I'd never heard anybody put words to it like you had. One thing that I've been doing, um, I have a good friend who um, lost her son, her teenage son in a car accident several mm. years ago. And one of the things that I have committed to doing, I felt the Lord impressed upon my heart when that happened, was to put a marker in my calendar. Mm. And every year around the time of his death, I send her flowers. Mm. And just That's say, great. I'm yeah. remembering you, and I love you, and I want you to know that I know yeah. this day's hard for you. Well, and I think it, for, for I would imagine for her, it's probably like, and the memory is how her son can live on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. The fact that other people remember because you would you don't want your child's life to be forgotten. Right. Because right. you're never gonna forget. So the fact that someone else would remember every year, it's gotta be very powerful and, and meaningful. Talk about it. Yeah. Yes. Because that's the thing. I think people are scared to yes. bring it up because yes. they don't know is it gonna trigger you to be upset right. or um but but I've been told by people who've lost people and I'm here living it now that we want to talk about mm-hmm. the people we've lost. It is. It's a, a way of having them with us and mm-hmm. remembering the, the good things, mm-hmm. even remembering some of the hard things. Mm-hmm. It still matters, and it still is is um, healing to talk about them. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. My dad was quite a jokester, and so <laughs> I love telling stories. about. I mean, he was, I, I don't know how we he got didn't quotes. get arrested. We do. We have quotes for days. And he was so honest, like it was just hysterically funny. Just one quick example. He, he was in the nursing home for a while as he was rehabbing during one of his falls, and he heard this other man that he knew was in the, the um, same nursing facility, and so he was going to go to the hall and talk to him, and he did. And he came back, and I said, Dad, did you see your friend? He goes, yeah. He, I said, how's he doing? He said, well, I'd heard he lost his marbles, so I just asked him. <laughs> I said, wait, you ask him if he'd lost it? He said, yeah, I heard he. He said, I just went up to him and said, hey, heard you lost your marbles. <laughs> and so that Funny. just brings so much joy to my heart mm-hmm. because yeah. I have never known anybody who can make me laugh as hard as my daddy can yes. make me laugh. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so remembering those times is precious. But even, I will, I will say this, even though um, personal grief is harder, I will say that one of the most grieving times in my life was when at the death of my marriage. Mm. Yes. Um, that was also a deeply mm-hmm. grieving time. Somebody gave me um, a book called A Grace Disguised by Jerry Stitzer, Sitzer, I believe. And um, one of the things he said in that book, um, and I, I was like very confused why somebody gave me that book. I was going through a divorce <laughs> and it wasn't like a death, but in a lot of ways it was very similar. And it was a grief that oh, yeah. I didn't understand at the time. So I was so thankful that my friend Amy gave me that book. But he said this very powerful statement. He said, I learned that the dark did not go away by me avoiding it, mm-hmm. but by running straight into it. Wow. That's hard, though. It's, you know, it is hard, but you get through it quicker if you run into it. I want to share a technique that a friend of mine shared with me. And okay. you're right, Carol. You don't get you don't get through it by running away from it. Mm-hmm. You have to go through it. It's a process. God will walk you with he'll walk with you in it. He will. I've I've lived that recently, but it is hard. And um, my friend is a therapist. Her name is Chris. And she and I got together just socially, but we ended up talking about what had happened with my parents. And I was telling her that, like, I'm I'm losing my temper at my kids. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm crying in, in staff meetings at work. I'm I'm lying on the bed and can't get up like I'm doing mm-hmm. all these weird things. And she said, here's here's something that you might consider. Schedule a time of grief mm. every day or every other day, whatever you need. Go ahead and, and, and set aside a little bit of time every day to feel the feeling, to mm. go through it, not mm. run away from it, but go mm-hmm. through it. 
and experience the emotions in a safe place Mm. by yourself. And that way you're going to be less apt to spill out in in various ways. And it's healing. It can heal. And God will be with you in it. Mm -hmm. Um, But but that has been a very powerful thing that has helped me process. That's great. I had heard something similar when you have a lot of emotions Eventually, it's like a grenade. If you Mm. don't let them out slowly or deal with them, the grenade is going to explode at some point and it's going to pour out and spill out. And I love that idea of, of, you know, it seems kind of hard to schedule it. Let me schedule time to be sad. But I think if you can get alone and just think about what you're going through, it will just naturally kind of come out and then you'll be in your own private space and it's comfortable but I I don't it's like I don't like feeling those feelings so a lot of times I try to suppress things even if I'm by myself I don't like to cry I hate crying I, I mean I think there's some of that in all of us you know oh, sure but I, I know after like after I if, if I'm going through something hard and I am I do cry I feel better later yeah so because I think it may have to be it's coming out yeah because you want to yeah, feel strong want it to or not yes you don't want everybody to think you got it all together yeah you don't want to be weak it. and yeah. and you know I I I'm a y'all know I'm a creative from the word go, and so I have to find creative ways to um, to process all that. And I realized the other day that I have not written a word in my personal journal since two years from when my dad got sick. Wow, not a word, not a word. Oh wow, wow. that's okay. powerful. I know. Yeah. And so this weekend, surprising too. It is very surprising. This weekend, what we had planned is kind of falling apart, and you know. I was like, I think I'm going to sit down and write this weekend yeah. in my personal, how, yeah. personally how yeah. I'm feeling and, and, and getting in touch with that because I think I need to, mm-hmm. um, to avoid the uh, grenade going off, as you mm-hmm. mentioned, because that <laughs> happened to me Wednesday night. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's good to see you. It's good to see you. <laughs> you know, um, and I just love watermelon bubble gum. And I just, everything was making me cry, and I couldn't get it back together. And I have a middle schooler, and that was like totally embarrassing her. She's like, "Yeah, my mom's a nut job over there; can't get it together." Um, but I think if you're a creative person and you like to write, or you like yeah. to paint, or you like to um, whatever creative outlet sing, you have, dance. sing, dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there. I think even things. if you write it and throw it away. Oh yeah, sure. Getting it out. It, it, that's just for me that writing stuff like that down always helps it yeah. always helps and if you're mad at something and you want to write it down you can just tear it up and you'll feel even better yeah well i think once we get it out of our heads and onto a piece of paper we can deal with it then yeah yes you know um but just acting like it's going to go away it i gets also bigger. find sometimes if you write it or even talking to somebody about it but if you don't feel like you can talk to anybody about it if you write and you just keep writing what's on your mind yeah You'll realize things that maybe you didn't know in your subconscious was happening. And then you're like, oh, wow, I really am affected by this one situation or Mm -hmm. what's going on or, you know, whatever you're thinking about. I think it just helps it. You realize it more. Yeah. Wow. That's so powerful. I want to I want to say one thing to you listening. You haven't lost someone. Mm. But some are lost something powerful, like what we're talking about. But you love someone who has. Mm. I just want you to know 
that I recognize, I think we can all recognize that that is a hard position to be in, Mm -hmm. that you love the person who's struggling and Mm -hmm. you don't know how to help. Mm -hmm. You don't know what to say. There are no right words. You're, you're not, you're not failing at supporting them. You just keep doing what you're doing and, and, and understand that, um, that we appreciate you Mm -hmm. and we understand that it's not easy to be in that position until you've Mm -hmm. lost someone primary or lost a a career or lost a marriage or lost something so you 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 won't know what to say and that's okay just your presence we appreciate and Mm -hmm. I just want you to know that that um, I recognize that and we recognize that Mm -hmm. yeah and I think that is one of the most powerful things I want you to hear today that the ministry of presence Mm -hmm. is the most Mm -hmm. powerful ministry of all because most of us know inside of our head the truth now there will be the time where we need to hear the truth and I think you'll know when to share that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's just sitting with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember my friend Marla in the days after her son passed away in the car accident. She kept asking me why. Mm-hmm. And I felt so incredibly helpless because I couldn't give her a why. And I finally said, even if we knew why, would it be enough? Right. You know, right. Um, and I think when you think of questions that way, there there will never be an answer that you'll be, oh, okay. Okay. Well, that settles mm-hmm. it. My, my marriage fell apart because, right. okay, mm-hmm. there was a greater, mm-hmm. there won't ever be a day where uh, um, an answer will be sufficient mm-hmm. to heal that ache in your heart. You know, something else I've observed in the last few years over seeing friends go through different things is that people seem to move on, like a marriage either through divorce or death and the person gets remarried and you're like, wow, they're completely healed and everything is wonderful now. Or someone who's lost a child and they have a new baby Mm -hmm. and you're like, wow, great. They have someone new to love. It never takes away the pain of what they lost. And even though like if someone lost a spouse and then they remarry and they're fully in love and they love this new person, they're still grieving over the love that they did lose. Mm -hmm. And that's been a realization for me just to see some some people I know that have done that and they've they've found a way to move forward and they've got loving relationships that understand that they still need to grieve what mm. they lost. Absolutely. It doesn't end. No. Yeah. And I think we all, you know, there are different stages to grief. And I remember our friend Leah told me this. She's like, you know, a, a, Grief is not a checklist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How we wish it was, you know, yeah. oh, you're in denial now. Check. <laughs> right. You know, okay, now you're fully in the, the feeling part of it. Mm-hmm. It's not linear. It's right. not something it's that down you can, and... yeah, it's all over the map. And there are days that you're going to struggle and there are going to be special days that nobody even knows about, you know, birthdays or anniversaries or days like that. And that's when the ministry of presence is just, mm-hmm. I, you know, I think you said this to me, mm-hmm. Trisha, you said, I love you however you come. Yeah, mm. <laughs> how you are and where you are. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there will be days of joy, and mm. that's okay too. Mm. Yeah, I had to be reassured of that. Yeah, it's okay to have a day that that you smile and laugh. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean right. oh, well, you stop loving the person mm-hmm. that's gone or right. the mm-hmm. the situation that's gone. So that is okay too. Yeah, that's important. It is because I remember one day we just laughed. We just mm-hmm. laughed really hard, and it was fun. And mm-hmm. it, but it didn't take away that that sting. Right. And it doesn't, that's not disrespectful. Right. Right. 
So we are just day by day learning how to do this thing too, but we're so excited that you're along for this journey. If you have questions or if you have comments, we would love to hear from you. You can always email us at girltalkatthelightfm.org. Remember that after the casseroles come out of the freezer and they're all cooked up and done, the journey is just beginning. Let us know how we can help you. Once again, girltalkatthelightfm.org. Thank you to the Stoner Group at UBS Financial. We'll see you next time when we gather around these microphones for the Girl Talk Podcast.